It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and wherever you get your podcast from. Hey, hey, it's another weekend. Yes, another Saturday. It is April the 15th for 2023, a short week, and if you are looking at property across the weekend around Australia. Good luck with that. And coming up this morning, we are talking commercial property and as well as commercial property, talking about a very interesting property, a 200-year-old home in Parramatta that has gone to market a lot of history. And we are catching up right now with Brian Prabaharan, who is the Associate Director at Moxham Commercial in Sydney. And a very good morning to you, Brian. Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Thank you. Thanks for having me. What's the difference, do you think, right now between commercial property and residential property in terms of what is going through the investor's mind? For me, the way I look at the market at the moment, investors are seeking to recoup their costs when it comes to interest rates. You know, their swap rates are starting to increase. So they're putting a margin on that, whether it's 100, 200 bips on top of that and bridging that gap with vendors' expectation. They may have bought, you know, two or three years ago at a sharper cap rate. Commercial real estate is in an interesting time as we scan and recalibrate based on the economic climate. We're seeing a shift in in buyer demand and vendor demand and bridging that gap at the moment is the tricky part. All right, so we'll come back to Brian in just a moment and find out more about the commercial sector in Sydney on your Saturday morning. Every morning from 6am, we bring you the latest real estate news with diverse perspectives from leading industry experts. We deliver the most property podcasts across Australia every week. There's around 800,000 plus mortgages that will mature this year. So I think the banks will be working with those customers to make sure that people understand their obligations. Of the outstanding mortgages in the December quarter, only 0.6% of loans overall were non-performing. To be able to purchase this and be within walking distance to the beach for under $1.5 million is pretty outstanding. So we're buying houses for investors on large parcels of land and picking up between 5 and 6% gross rental yields in some cases. Yeah, we have a hunch that something is the way it is, but it is fantastic to be able to give our clients solid data to say, I had a hunch that this was the case, but here is the data to back it up. Whether you're a seasoned investor or a first-time buyer, know your property with us on The Real Estate Podcast. And right now it's time to go to South Perth and to James, who has got another 30-second property tip for us this morning. Good morning, James. What have you got? Craig, my tip this morning is for property buyers, home buyers in particular, that are looking to move into a place that they buy. And, you know, it's easy to become a bit confused and a little bit nervous about the narrative that's going on in the market. My advice is if you find a home that you like and you can afford it, then you should buy it. There's no point in waiting, particularly if you're going to stay in that home for an extended period of time. So when the right one comes along, snap it up, make sure you secure it. Every morning from 6am across Australia, we deliver you the latest property news, commentary and predictions from Perth to Cairns and from Melbourne to Brisbane, seven days a week, only on The Real Estate Podcast.
And because we are talking about the commercial space this morning, uh, here's some pointers. If you're looking at investing in some buildings, you want to think about future-proofed buildings that are energy efficient and, where possible, green. That's pretty important. Full automation and logistics solutions, particularly warehouse buildings. Also, energy efficiency innovations that can help reduce costs. That is certainly pretty important uh, before you buy into any commercial property and also identifying an undersupply in the market which is expected to drive rental growth. So just a few things and we'll get back to our discussion in just a moment with Brian. But first, if you're celebrating your birthday, happy birthday for today, April the 15th. You are sharing it with Maisie Williams, best known for her television series Game of Thrones. She is turning 26. Emma Watson is turning 32. And Seth Rogen, I learned something this morning. I I didn't realise Seth Rogen was a Canadian. He is celebrating his birthday. He's turning 41. It's the main centre forecast. It's a Saturday morning. Let's check on your weather word. And first we go to Sydney. Good morning to you. Expecting a mostly fine and sunny Saturday, a high of 24 degrees. In Melbourne, rain is going to increase. That's a bit of a bummer for your Saturday. 19 is your forecast high. In Brisbane, expecting sunshine, 28. And in Perth today, fine and some cloudy bits, but it should be mainly blue skies for you with 21 as your forecast top. We're a lot more than just real estate. Available for breakfast from 6am, then on the drive to work or in your ear at the gym. In fact, wherever you go, we're available seven days a week, only on the Real Estate Podcast. And we are back with Brian Prabaharan, the Associate Director at Moxham Commercial there in Sydney, and uh, with our focus too this morning on the commercial property sector. And as well as uh, commercial, you also get into the residential, and I think at the moment you've got a very interesting property that's gone to market 200 years old and what's really fascinating about this is it's been in the same family for 133 years is that right that's correct dorothy's um 103 years old she originally didn't want to sell their house because that's where she grew up and you know that's where her kids grew up so rich history rich part of the Parramatta story as well beautiful three-bedroom styled home on over 2200 square meters Now, I wanted to ask you, uh, so Dorothy's 103 years old. She's sort of thought, well, you know, it's probably time to sort of sell. (laughs) And she's picked 103 years of age to do it. So she was living in the property? That's correct. She grew up in that property. It was when it came to sell, it was definitely a very hard decision for the family. Well, step us through, because I know that people listening this morning will find this really interesting because it's it's a subject that I've not covered before with anyone. How do you deal with somebody at 103 years of age to sell their home? 
Look, a lot of compassion, a lot of empathy, and also just really understanding what they want out of the deal. I think that's key. On, on a daily basis, I probably work with a, with a fund or with a developer that's looking to sort of, you know, change the uh, Sydney landscape. Whereas here, it's, it's, it's more coming in and sort of just sort of guiding them through the process. They're not looking to make a profit out of this. They're selling their family home, which is crucial to understand. You say that it's such a a rich part of Parramatta's uh, history, lots of interest? Massive, a diverse range because it's a base. It's it's located on situated on two hundred and twenty five square meters of land. There's a redevelopment play. Obviously, the property is listed under the New South Wales Heritage Plan conservation area. So there is some sort of guidance to sort of follow and you know respectfully design redesign the property. But you know there's some there's some great exter- options external options. Okay, so that's really interesting with regarding that property. Uh, Coming back to the commercial property space, people, of course, invest in the commercial world of property. They have done since the time of commercial investing. Is it fair to describe the commercial property at the moment is steady right now in this correcting market? What's your overall take there? My personal view on commercial is right now we're in a recalibration phase. It is it is steady and it's ripe for investors to jump in now. I think right now is the best time to jump in because we're only going to see the market sort of lift up second quarter from second half of this year. All right, and having a look at uh, commercial property right now, where we are in April 2023, the the whole investing in commercial versus residential, it's always a conflict of which way people jump. How much of a sort of a harder decision do you think it is in 2023 for investors to decide? I'm probably a little bit biased. I think commercial is the way to go. Residential, you can sort of park your money there. There's continual growth, steady growth year on year. Whereas with commercial, you know, a little bit more security on the longer term leases and, you know, cap rates eventually needs to come down with demand and supply being so short. So I'm biased. Commercial is the way to go for me. And that's why I've been doing it for 13 years. All right, and just before I let you go, an overused word in the real estate market is diversify, but if there was ever a sector that really truly means diversifying, then it's got to be commercial property. Is there anything different where people look to a portfolio just for that diversification and decide on something a little different? When you're looking to invest in your your portfolio, have a healthcare asset, industrial and commercial. That way, you know, as the as you ride the wave, you know, one sector might pull back, but the other sector will be pushed steaming forward. You know, as we see now, industrial rental growth, yet cap rates have sort of come back a little bit, which is sort of merging and sort of flushing through that cap rate and holding firm. You know, healthcare investments at the moment, limited supply, massive demand. Commercial, we're seeing mums and dads and employees coming back into the workforce, you know, we're seeing Monday to Friday activity at around 70%. So, you know, having a, a diversified portfolio is the best way, best strategy to sort of, you know, being risk adverse and mitigating risk. All right. Well, we'll leave it there. Good on you, Brian. You have yourself a wonderful weekend and thank you for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Thank you, Craig. Thanks for having me. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.